Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good morning and welcome to the Sav and Sean show. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Sav, as you could probably guess. Sean's not here right now. He can't come to the phone. But if you want to leave a message, I'll make sure I get it to him as soon as possible. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm not a secretary. Um, <laughs> hi. Hi. Good morning. How are you? This is strange because I know this is not what you were expecting. And it's not what I was expecting either. Yet here we both are. Um, so we're just gonna, we're just gonna do this together, okay? Um, welcome to the Sav and Sean show. Of course, that's us and our show, but today it's just me and our show and you, so it's our show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. This is going extremely well. Um, all right, you guys. Well, since Sean hopped on last week to do a little solo episode, I figured I would have a, I'd have a crack at it, you know, give it a go. Um, And so I thought I would come to you guys with some spooky content because this is the Sav and Sean show spooky month of spookification. Spooky. So spooky. I hated that. I'm sorry. Um, (laughs) All right. Yeah, as you can probably tell, I have no idea what I'm doing, Um, but it is 9 a.m. on a Monday morning. I'm on my second cup of coffee and we're just going to give this thing a go. What do you say? So since I am the self-proclaimed movie buff of the Sav and Sean show, um, I figured I would start this episode off with a couple of spooky recommendations for you guys, a couple of spooky flicks I think you might enjoy. I tried to assemble um, a pretty a pretty all-encompassing list in terms of, of like style and uh, of horror movie. So um, yeah, let's just jump right into that. So, uh, if the people must know, this year has been a little bit of a challenging year for ye girl. Uh, so I've been watching a lot of movies to just kind of pass the time in my existential dread, as one does. Um, so this list has been thoughtfully compiled. Please know that. I've been watching a lot of movies, so I've been really combing through my, my movie repertoire in my memory catacombs for this list okay and with that the first movie on our list is a film I actually watched pretty recently um it's called Hell House LLC I watched it on Amazon Prime Video um let me tell you guys this movie surprised me um it's a found footage flick and that's I love that alliteration found footage flick found footage flick found footage flick. okay sorry that was annoying okay anyway um I like found footage films um I remember the very first time I saw paranormal activity like the first one I watched it I think on Halloween and I was pretty young I want to say I was maybe like 13 14 which I guess by some people's definition isn't that young I don't know um I was a sheltered child but I remember watching that movie on Halloween and being so so scared um, because I was like convinced it was real. 
Um, so I like, I enjoy found footage films if they're done correctly because of that like genuine, like, oh, this could feel like it, it's actually real kind of factor. This movie, Hell House LLC. Um, so it's about a group of friends. I think there's five of them. Yeah, four or five of them. And they're all, they run haunted houses in New York. So they like, you know, flip locations and set it up with like scares and hire actors and they like, you know, make money selling tickets and stuff and scaring people. So the leader of the pack, Alex, he finds this old haunted hotel. It's called the Abaddon Hotel. And it's like way outside of like New York City, right? So it's like not their usual circuit. The team's a little antsy about it. They're like, I don't know. But apparently the hotel is like super haunted and like a lot of bad stuff happened there. Um, so they like decide to use this as the haunted house and a lot of other things happen along the way. Um, this movie has it all. You guys has creepy clowns, creepy mannequins, a scary dark basement, naked girls that really have nothing to do with the plot, but like they have a girl that for some reason they cut her clothes off like as part of the scare. I don't, I don't know why they have that. But, like, they do. So I'm just going to add it to the list of things that they have because this movie has got everything. They have a guy with a glass eye that they meet outside of a gas station who they hire to be an actor in this in the freaking haunted house thing. They have it all, man. They have really good scares in this movie because you can tell it's, like, pretty low budget or at least it looks pretty low budget. And so they can't rely on, like, a lot of CGI or anything crazy for their scares. They have to use a lot of practical effects. And so they're so creepy and so well done. Um, And another thing I really like about this movie is that it opens as like a documentary kind of style movie. So it starts with like, quote unquote, real clips that like people uploaded to YouTube from like the night, the opening night of the haunted house where 15 people died and blah, blah, blah. Um, So it starts with like all these clips that you can't really tell what's happening, but it's all like from different people's like phones and stuff that were inside the haunted house that like managed to get out. And then it cuts to, like, the actual tapes of the group that were, like, putting the haunted house together. Like, their documentation of, like, what happened leading up until opening night. So it's very interesting. It's very well put together. The ending was unexpected in, in, in a good way. Very, very good. Four and a half out of five stars. Recommend Hell House LLC. I saw it on Amazon Prime. Um, it was free. So check it out. The next movie we're going to talk about, it's actually a franchise. And if Sean is listening to this right now, he knows exactly what I'm going to say. We're talking about Saw, baby. The Saw franchise. I, when I tell you guys, I have the weakest stomach when it comes to gore, anything gross, bodily fluids, anything like that. I am just, I can't look. Which is why I avoided the Saw franchise for as long as I did. You guys, you guys, these films <laughs> are amazing. They're so good. The first, the first one, the twist at the end of the first Saw, when I tell you, you guys, I was gagged, gagged, screaming at my TV. I was shook. The second one, even better. Even more of a shocking twist at the end. These movies have it all. I'm not going to go into an extensive list, but trust me when I say they are so much more than just like a bloody gore fest. I mean, they are. They definitely are. Don't get me wrong. I always look away when I know like the inevitable super gory part is coming, but like, oh my God, you guys, the plot, mm, I cannot, I cannot, I tell everyone I know about the Saw franchise, like honestly, And some people that are fans of the franchise might say, like, oh, you should skip, like, four and five, three, four and five. 
And I agree with that to an extent. However, in order for six and seven to be satisfying, you have to watch three, four, and five. I'm sorry. Like, so it's sort of like a relationship. Like you have to kind of like struggle through the parts that like maybe aren't that great. And then it like, you get to the really good parts. And then you're like, oh, this is why I stuck around. You know what I mean? You were like, that was just a phase. This is, this is where it's at. You know, because, yeah, that, that's all I'm going to say about it. The, the, the Saw franchise, they're all on HBO Max. Um, or I also believe they might be on Peacock. You're welcome. <clears throat> the next film on my list, the next film, I sound like, I, I try my best to do, like, when I talk to my Alexa, sorry, she's, like, right next to the microphone, so I don't want to say her name too loud, but when I talk to my Alexa, I always try to talk in, like, a robot voice to, like, see if maybe she recognizes me as, like, one of her kind, you know what I mean? Let's see, let's see if it does something, hold on. <clears throat> Alexa, turn on all the lights. Okay. Alexa, turn off all the lights. Oh, okay. I guess it doesn't matter. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, the next movie on our list is actually uh, an oldie, but a goodie. I guess not. I don't want to say it's old because I don't want to offend people. Um, It's an older flick than the previous two I've mentioned. How about that? Um, But honestly, this movie is probably one of the best scary slash ghost movies ever made, period. And the movie in question is Poltergeist. I'm sorry. This movie has everything. Has it all, man. This is one of the most well done, scary, like haunting, haunted house movies ever, period. I will never forget the scene where the mom is blow drying her hair and gets fucking yeeted up onto the ceiling. Okay, you guys? Like, just, ah, mm, just, I can't say enough good things about it. I really, truly can't. They're here. I, mm, oh, iconic. Everyone has to see that movie once in their life. I'm sorry. You have to. You have to. That's all I'm, that's all I'm gonna say about that. So, I need to have a sip of coffee just, just to get over that. I don't normally drink my coffee like that. I was just doing it to be obnoxious. Okay, moving on. This next film is a reboot of a classic film. I've never seen the classic version, but I saw the reboot and it came out pretty recently. And I speak, of course, of the reboot of Candyman that just came out not that long ago. I watched it on HBO Max, but I'm pretty sure it's also in theaters. I could be wrong about that. Don't clock me on that. You guys, the Candyman reboot is nothing short of a masterpiece, in my professional opinion. Um, The cinematography, the acting, the cast, um, the story, the... I'm going to call them scares, but I I didn't think it was scary. I think it was more, I'll say, atmospheric, um, a little bit creepy. Um, so the, the devices they used to make it creepy, um, I think are very effective. Um, and just thought it was very, 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 very well done. I really enjoyed it, but I also had nothing to base it off of because again, I've never seen the original. So, um, I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Um, last but not least, 
The last movie on this list is another personal favorite of mine. Um, the reason I put it on this list is because I've never really seen a movie that has given me such a feeling of like existential dread as the end of this movie did. Um, and I'm talking about Get Out, um, which was Jordan Peele's directorial debut. Um, that movie, just the very last scene, uh, right at the very, very, very end, I don't want to spoil it for anyone that hasn't seen it, but there's a moment where you have to like hold your breath for a second. And I just remember that feeling was like, (gasps) and I, I've never really had that feeling from watching any other movie before. Um, so that's why that movie is on this list. Get out. Um, that's all I'm going to really say about it. Um, just watch it. I think everyone needs to watch it. It's very good. Um, so with that, I think uh, it's time to move on to our next activity. Last week, Sean um, did such a good job with his improvised scary story that I wanted to to give you some, some similar content, some similar spookification vibes for Sav and Sean's spooky month of spook it, spooky, spookiness it's a working title um so but instead of improvising a story I decided I am going to I'm gonna read two sentence horror stories all right so um Sean has all of the royalty free music on his computer so hopefully when I send this to him he'll be able to put some spooky music or if anything maybe my cat will provide a meow here or there which will be kind of spooky I don't know we'll see uh I don't know okay these also don't have titles so I'm gonna give them titles okay (laughs) I don't know if I should promise that before I read all of them okay number one this story is called yeah no I'm not gonna give them titles I'm sorry okay so this one two sentence horror story number one maybe you guys can give me a title I don't know send us a title um you know you know where to find us I decided to kill off a few characters in the book I'm writing. It would definitely spice up my autobiography a little. Ooh, ooh. Two sentence horror story number two. I forgot to grab something. I'll be right back, said mom. As she rounded the corner out of sight, the cashier began ringing up. Oh wait, I had to deliver this one better. Hold on, I should have proofread this. Okay. Scratch that, scratch that. I forgot to grab something. I'll be right back, said mom. As she rounded the corner out of sight, the cashier began ringing up our groceries. (gasps) That is scary. Oh, there's nothing worse. There's nothing worse than being like a child. And then your mom leaves the grocery line. And it's even worse if there are other people behind you. Because then when the cashier starts ringing you up, (laughs) and then you just kind of like... Uh, you're like, I don't have any money. I can't be held responsible for these groceries. What if my mom never comes back? What if something terrible has happened to her? I can't be held responsible. I don't have any cash. I'm just a kid. I don't want to have to work for these groceries. I don't even like broccoli. And then the cashier is just ringing everything up and you just keep like mentally sending them a message like tele- telepathically like, please just ring up these items little bit slower than you are right now please and the cashier is just like they don't care you know they want to see you fail they want to see you squirm but then just in the nick of time your mom comes back usually usually my mom came back thank goodness anyway (laughs) story number three (laughs) i like this one actually um this is this is very much my personality right here and i hope that's not incriminating anyway Give a man a fish, and he won't notice you dumping a dead body in the lake. 
teach a man to fish, and he'll be alone at the scene of the crime when the police show up. <laughs> I like that one. That's funny. That's not really scary. That's hilarious. Okay, I like this one. This one is very spooky. I like this. All my life, my parents have told me not to open the basement door, but I... Blah, 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 I can't read. <laughs> Take two. All my life, my... <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, now I <clears throat> now I just feel a lot of pressure because I said this one was spooky. Now I feel a pressure in my delivery. Okay. All my life, my parents have told me not to open the basement door, but I got curious and disobeyed them. What is that glowing ball in the sky and why does it hurt my eyes? <gasps> Ooh, unbreakable. They're alive, damn it. <laughs> All right, I actually like this one too. This is, a, uh, this is an interesting perspective of a scary story. I've always wondered, what's the scythe for anyway, I asked, as death escorted me to the underworld. Protection, he answered nervously. Ooh, what's death afraid of? That's spooky, that's scary. Okay, last but not least. <laughs> I just think this one's kind of funny. I just, there's just so many conclusions you can t make from this one. Okay, so last but not least. <clears throat> the world was thrilled with the announcement that the first mission to Mars would be an all-female crew. One year later, the world was terrified when they all returned pregnant. <laughs> I don't know why I think that's funny, but just imagine the shock and surprise of the public. How did this happen? How could this have happened? What's on Mars? I don't know. The possibilities are truly endless. Um, okay, so I think with that, we're going to take a quick little break and, well, we, me, I'm going to take a quick little break and use the little podcaster's room, but I will be back faster than you can say candy corn. I'll be, <laughs> I'll be back. Bye. Welcome back. It's me, still me by myself, <laughs> like most days. Um, how was your break? I hope it was wonderful. Mine was was fine. Thanks for asking. Um, continuing with our spooky theme, I wanted to talk about Halloween. That's one of my favorite holidays. Um, not my favorite, but one of my favorites. Um, ironically, I used to be really scared of like scary movies or like haunted houses and now I've watched like too many scary movies to count um and I think they're hilarious most of the time and rarely are they actually scary to me so I just think that's funny that like I maybe I've just become so desensitized that I'm just devoid of emotion that even the scariest of films does not perturb me I don't know yeah, I'm just cool like that. I don't know. Yeah, that's lame. Um, but I want to talk about like Halloween pastimes. So I remember when I was really, really, really small, um, my brother also, he was smaller than I at the time. Um, we would always go to like this little, I guess it was like a kid's gym place thing. Um, and I remember that uh, every year on Halloween, all the little kids would dress up in like, you know, little kid Halloween costumes and like that cute little way that they do. And, um, basically I remember this like scary story that the lady used to tell us. And by scary, like, I mean, it was for like little kids. So it wasn't like scary, scary, but it was called the five little pumpkins. And I don't remember every 
everything that happens to like all of the pumpkins. I just remember like one of the last things that happens is like bang went the gate. And then there was like always someone on the side that would slam the gate shut and it would be really scary. And then the lady would go out with the lights and then the lights would flicker and turn off and we'd all be like, oh my God. And then the last line was, and away rolled the pumpkins on Halloween night. And I remember that being so scary. My brother and I always had the best like matching costumes too. Did anyone else do that with their siblings? Like one year we were Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. Um, respectively, I was Tinkerbell, obviously. Uh, I, man, was I glamorous. Um, we also did, oh my God, what else did we do? I'm pretty sure we were like matching pirates one year. Pretty sure... Honestly, you know what? Now that I say like, oh my god, we matched every year, I literally can't think of anything besides Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. So uh, anyway, I had some dope ass Halloween costumes. My mom made sure that that we always had some some sick costumes. So shout out to mom for making that happen. Thanks, mom. Um, one of the other things I think that's really funny about Halloween is like, <laughs> did anyone else's parents, at least growing up, like always warn you to like, oh, check your candy because you never know what might be in it. Like people put drugs in in your candy and blah 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 and I used to grow up I grew up being so afraid of like oh my god I can't get drugs in my candy whatever am I gonna do and now that I think about it like no no one is gonna one no one is gonna give their drugs away for free to a to a child are you kidding People spend their hard-earned money on drugs and then they're just going to give them away like like it's funny, like, haha, good joke, like, ha ha ha. I, mean, I just blew all my money to just give it to, to some stupid kid. Not stupid. No one's doing that. Let's grow up. Let's get with the times. This is 2021, okay? I rest my case. I also love Halloween movies. That's like, I think, I don't know. It's just like when the weather starts to change and get a little cooler <laughs> near where I'm from. Uh, in an undisclosed location near the center of the earth. Uh, it just like feels more like fall. You know, when Starbucks starts to bring back the pumpkin spice latte, that's when I know we're in business. Um, basically, when the temperature drops below 79 degrees, I'm like, oh, it's fall, y'all. Let me get out my, my knee-high brown leather boots and my checkered shirt to wrap around my waist and let's go down to the pumpkin patch and take some Instagram pics, okay? Like, I am there, honey. Um, but I also love like watching fall themed movies around the fall is anyone else the same or like do you watch fall themed movies year round see i was a disney channel kid growing up sorry to all the nickelodeon kids um but i was a disney channel kind of gal so all of my like favorite halloween movies growing up of course were like halloween town twitches twitches too um you know halloween town is halloween town Two calabar's revenge i don't even know there's so many halloween towns nowadays i just <clears throat> i can't even keep up there's so many. Um, what's another one? Hmm. Hmm. My Babysitter's a Vampire. That's a good one. Um, what else? Mom's on a Date with a Vampire. That's a really good one. I used to be so scared of that one. Oh, the Halloween episode of The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody where Esteban gets possessed. I don't even know if... I feel like I've talked about this on the podcast before with Sean. Or, or maybe I'm living in a time loop. But I distinctly remember mentioning this episode is like a very triggering moment for me or maybe I'm making that up in my mind I have no idea um but those are a couple of my favorites so I don't know what are some of your favorite Halloween movies you can shoot us an email or maybe send us a message on Instagram uh if you want to follow us on Instagram you can follow us at the underscore sav and sean underscore show 
You can also uh, follow Sean at Anthony underscore clowns, and that's his Instagram handle. Uh, you can follow me uh, straight to the asylum where Michael Myers hangs out because uh, we have a game of Parcheesi scheduled for later this evening. I don't even know what Parcheesi is. <laughs> anyway, um, please make sure that you like and subscribe to our podcast. I really hope I'm saying all of this right. I can just see Sean's face right now, like just looking at me, disapproval. <laughs> disapproval. Um, okay, so if you want to support small creators such as ourselves, small in the figurative sense, okay, because um, we are tall beings, you know, physically. Anyway, uh, the best way to do that is by liking and subscribing to our podcast and put, turning on those automatic downloads. I remember him saying that. Automatic downloads. Subscribe to the podcast. Um, I know you can't leave a comment below. I do know that. Um is that it? I think that's it. I don't know. Maybe if Sean wants to like put himself in, I'll leave space for Sean to like insert any, anything I missed here. All right, here you go, Sean. Hello, this is Sean from the future during the editing of this episode. Um, Sav, you hit all the nails right on the head for everything. Please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe 100%. And also this week we're doing um, sort of all treats no tricks in the sense that um we're gonna have two episodes released this week so um this episode being one of them and then we have another episode that's coming out um on wednesday this week um sort of like a double header uh we're going right into the halloween season so we're super super excited about that otherwise uh savvy did a great job and let's finish this one out all right. And yeah, thanks for listening. If you're still listening and you're still with me, I appreciate you sticking around for this long. Um, this has been the Sav and Sean show, Sans Sean. So I guess today just the Sav show, spooky show, spookerific, spooktacular show, solo show. Okay, I'm leaving. Bye. <laughs>